It's time to light up a cigar and talk about business and cars. Are you ready to get the insider edge and pick up a few ideas that you can incorporate into your business today? Your host, Brandon Green, has 25 plus years in the automotive industry with 10 plus years owning his own business. Together with a diverse lineup of guests from all industries, he's asking the right questions to get you the answers you seek. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Business Cars and Cigars. This week, I have a uh, buddy of mine here in St. Louis. We've done uh, some mastermind groups together. We've done uh, lunch. We've done uh, we hung out whenever we get the opportunity, although we're both very busy. Um, he is the owner at Height Digital as well as the owner at Auto Glass Repair of STL and does content marketing. You do just all sorts of things cool stuff down there. So, Mr. Adam McChesney, how you doing, sir? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me, man. I thank you for taking the time and coming out here and doing this in the studio. It's it's always fun when we can do it face-to-face and all that. Um, just last week, we had Steve on, and of course, you know, got I most of them have been on Zoom, you know, or stuff like that. So, doing it face-to-face is, you know, you can read things a little bit better and just have a little bit more fun with it and Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm excited to have you on the podcast here in a couple of weeks as yes. well. And I always, I do a lot of mine via zoom as well. And when you can get in person, it, I think it just, it makes for a better episode. Not that the zoom episodes aren't great, but it gives a different type of vibe and you connect on a different level. Yeah. You, you get that energy back and forth a little bit and you can see some of the movements or, you know, whatever that you don't really catch on somebody's face on zoom. Course. For sure. Um, speaking of that, and I wanted to have you mention this, and we'll mention it again at the end of the show. What is the podcast? Yeah, so it's called Entrebrewer. So we bring on guests that are in my network mostly and like to compare their entrepreneurial journey to that of the beer brewing process. So oh, came up with the name Entrebrewer, and the tagline is Entrepreneurs aren't born, they are brewed. So really diving into like five main points and talking about hey, here's what the entrepreneurs experienced, some key ingredients that have made them who they are. Obviously, great beer, as we all know, is oh, made yeah. from key ingredients as well. So kind of put, putting a little bit of a play on it as well. I, I love that, man. And uh, I've listened to quite a few episodes. Of course, I can't keep up with everybody's <laughs> episodes and podcasts, but, oh, I can't keep up with one, to yeah. be honest with you. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited to come and do that. That'll be a fun time. It'll be a good one. So why don't you tell everybody who doesn't know Mr. Adam McChesney a little bit about yourself, kind of where you started and how you got here and what you're doing now and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I appreciate it. So Adam McChesney, born and raised here in St. Louis, Missouri, lived here essentially my whole life outside of college, Um, went to uh, Columbia College right across from University of Missouri. So lived there for four and a half years. Um, When I got out of college, got into medical device sales. So I worked for two different companies uh, for five years before going all in on entrepreneurship. So uh, most notably, I worked at ResMed. We were the number one and they still are the number one uh, CPAP provider in the entire world when it comes to manufacturing that equipment. So worked at ResMed, started in 2017, worked my way up the corporate ladder there pretty quickly. Basically overnight went from making about $75,000 a year to 200 grand. And at 26 years old, that's a lot of money. Oh yeah. Um, And it was one of those things that that was what I always wanted to do, right? So when I got into the company, I thought that next promotion would be three, four, five years down the line. So I have my my eyes set 
on right. the future. And then it happens in nine months, which is obviously great, but it also brings a lot of, okay, I'm here. What's next. And so over the course of the next couple of years, I started looking at what the next promotion would look like. Cause Obviously, I'm an entrepreneur as well. Um, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was always looking at like, what's my next goal? And all I really saw was working a lot more hours, traveling more, most notably more responsibility with just like a little bit more money each way. Because right. you're, yeah. you're, you're going to get capped at every level you go. And I had gotten uh, married at the end of 2019. I had bought digital marketing courses back uh, no, uh, all the way back to 2017. So I had this skill set. I knew how to build websites. I knew how to rank them. I knew how to do the paid ads portion. And I was just building out little case studies and projects for basically two years before I ever sold anyone anything. So right. when I transitioned into entrepreneurship full time back in July 2020, I had basically two and a half years worth of projects that I knew what we were doing worked, but I hadn't sold it yet. So people are like, you just took off running, you know, two years ago. It's (laughs) like, well, you didn't see the two and a half years I was doing stuff on the side in with most marketing companies. It's people that have no idea what they're doing. They'll sell it and then they'll go throw something against the wall and hope that it works. And that's why a lot of business owners hate doing digital marketing. So I went full time July 2020. Uh, in transitioning from doing my own agency, I partnered with Hike Digital, which is where I'm at now. So we're the only agency in the space that offers the franchise model to our clients, but then also to us as agency owners. So we bring kind of the best of both worlds to our clients. We have almost 200 full-time team members now. They're specialists in everything that we offer. So we do logo, branding, web design, search engine optimization, and then paid advertising, Google, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, But we also bring what is great about working with small boutique agencies because we have our local customer service, uh, our customer success team, as we call it. Now, our clients are all over the country, but we have seven people that are dedicated to their success in addition to our amazing fulfillment team. So that's kind of the unique model that we bring in. Um, And then in addition to that, one of the projects that I was working on was the Autoglass company. So we started building that website out in 2020. In 2021, we actually launched the company. So that's a company that will get anywhere from a thousand to 1500 leads a month that we built literally just through search engine optimization. So it's been a great case study for me to show and to talk to potential clients to be like, Hey, like everything that we're doing in our businesses, we're also selling to you. Like I'm not the type of person that says, Hey, Brandon, I'm going to sell you this, but I'm never going to do it for myself. So that has helped us, you know, kind of see both sides of it. Um, And I know nothing about autoglass, autoglass, the industry in general. So I've learned so many different things about, wow, there's (laughs) digital marketing is one thing because you can do it from your home, a service-based business where you're out and about going to people, things like that is a completely different story as I'm sure you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Dealing with all, every different automobile on the road is uh, a little, a little bit more um, broad. Yeah. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't, uh, we don't do any like outside. I, I ain't gonna lie. I, going out and meeting somebody to, well, for what we do, we just couldn't do it. I yeah. mean, we couldn't pack the whole wood shop up, <laughs> or, you know, or or whatever, and go take. Some people try that, and 
well, it's it, it, mediocre at best. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. But obviously with the auto glass stuff, I mean, you guys can know what vehicle it is and what you're going to do and just have everything there and ready to go. So, yeah, that's so really cool. they basically call in. We put the, the VIN number and all that good stuff in our system and it tells us our price. Go out to three different manufacturers, depending upon who's got the product most readily available and at the best price. And then we uh, we go from there. Awesome. Well, being you're doing some of that, and obviously a lot of my listeners are going to be car audio guys and things like that. Got any uh, advice on some of the stuff? Obviously, hire you. Yeah. But if they're not going to hire, you know, yeah. what, would, what would be some things that you would say, hey, at least start here and let's see, see where we go and make happen? Absolutely. So, you know, we talked with businesses all the time. They're like, where do I start? What's the best return on investment in all of those different things? And every marketing company is going to tell you something different, which is part of the problem, right? Yeah. What most marketing agencies won't tell you is that search engine optimization is going to be the best return on investment because that's building out your digital real estate. No different than I built a website in 2020 that ended up becoming a business that I now have an asset for, right? Right. So that is ranking both your website and your Google business listing. So making sure that you're getting you know, reviews on Google is massive. The types of reviews that you're getting on Google, meaning that you want your customer to explain the service in which you provided and put the location of the business as well. So if it's obviously here in St. Louis, explain specifically what someone uh, or what you guys did for the client is huge. And then adding content to the Google business listing every single week. So making a post once a week. And then in addition to that, going to the website and adding things like blogs, new pages to the website, et cetera. So that's what we do for our clients, but we always recommend people do that for themselves, even if they're not working with us because it puts them in a better position by the time that they do hire us. But most marketing companies are so focused on the paid ad side because with SEO, like I just told you exactly what to do. Now, most people don't do it. Well, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's one. Aspect. Yeah, I, I can tell you how to put a stereo in. Yeah, it. Exactly. you still don't want to tear apart your you don't you don't want to touch it. Right. But when it comes to the ad side, like that's a much more difficult. It's quicker results, but it's much more difficult to be like, OK, I need to figure out the targeting. I need to figure out the tracking like you have to encompass it all together. So it's a longer process for someone to go do. Got it. Most marketing agencies are going to be like, hey, let's go do this because they can get some immediate results. But then if you're to stop working with them, they're just going to yank it away. Whereas if you now we we do that, but we don't necessarily lead with that. It's a complimentary piece of that SEO because like we're not trying to work with someone if they're just going to leave us in 90 days because they're going to leave anybody in 90 days. We want to set someone up for success based off of our experience as well. Like if you go to the first page of Google, you type in digital marketing St. Louis, which is the main keyword. Our website is on the first page of Google, literally the number one result. We've been doing this now for 18 months. There are marketing agencies that all they do is SEO as well that have been in business for 10 years that we've already surpassed. So we kind of know what we're doing. Yeah, I'd say that uh, that would uh, speak for itself, so to speak. <laughs> I ain't it gonna, definitely I, does. While you were talking there, I, I went and just typed in uh, car audio stuff just because, well, I was curious where we were at. Yep. So if you type in car audio near me, for example, like what you're doing right now, that's yep. going to base obviously off of like where you're at off right the location. Here. So what you want to do is like when someone types in car audio near me is if they're at their house or wherever they're at their business 
you obviously want to be populating number one. So there's things that you can do from a search engine optimization standpoint to be able to overcome that. Okay. Like I just typed in Car Audio St. Louis and I just wanted to see where we yeah. popped up here. I don't know. I I'm learning stuff right here right now, literally <laughs> live right here because I don't know shit about this. But, yeah. Which is why I have to <laughs> there's a there's a there's an algorithm to literally everything. The the biggest thing is that you don't want to stop producing content and okay. where we focus on like that could be writing a blog that could be adding a new page to your website that could be getting a Google review and not just getting a five star review, but saying, hey, Brandon, I took my car into Brandon and here's what they did and here's what my experience was, because the more that you do that, Google is an algorithm and the more that you add, the more it's going to keep coming up. So you just want to do it as a volume game, no different than going to the gym, right? The more you go to the gym, the more reps you put in, the better the results are. Consistency. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Trying to figure out how to ask this. You're going back to like some of the paid advertising and some of that stuff. What What's some of the things you see um, being done wrong there? So a lot of people are just boosting posts when it comes to Facebook or Instagram. Okay. And what happens there is one, that's just a money pit for Facebook. They know that they can get the uneducated business owners to just go in there and, and type, yeah, I want to spend $25 over the next couple of days or $25 a day, and we're going to get it out there. What I see all the time and how we get some of our clients is I'm targeted for an ad here in St. Louis, but the companies in California or Texas or Florida and people just don't know how to work the system. They know that they want more business, but they're just literally going in and typing buttons to be able to do that. <coughs> the other aspect is that all these algorithms are changing. So they'll come to us and they'll say, hey, can you set my ad account up one time? And then it basically runs itself right after that, Adam. And I'm like, well, no, it's like <laughs> that's like buying a gym membership and then walking in the first day and then never coming back. You you have to be able to feed the beast and analyze data, see what pictures are working, see right. what headers or taglines are working and then also track your return on investment. So we literally have a leads dashboard that all of our clients can log into. It tracks every single phone call, contact form, submission on the website, sales, et cetera. And then you can see the source of how they got there. So we like to try to throw any sort of gray area out of the window when it comes to digital marketing, because most companies, one, they don't have this information when they come to us. And two, we don't truly know what's going to work. We, we know what works for our clients that we have right now. But just because it works for a client here in this industry doesn't mean it's going to work for this business even right down the street. Yeah. So you got to make sure that you're analyzing that data to figure out what's working. And some people just think, okay, it's a click on, click off thing. And also that they can literally just throw money at Facebook or Instagram and expect results to come. It's, it's, it's a car shop or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, it'll work for all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not the case. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I'm sitting here, my brain's going and I'm not, I'm not getting anywhere because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, why wouldn't that work? But I mean, obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. so I think a lot of like, so we, so we have access to all of our franchise stuff. We have access to almost a thousand clients now. We manage about two million dollars a month on Google, Facebook, and Instagram. So, what what most people think because you'll you'll see car audio specific marketing agencies, you'll see auto glass specific marketing agencies, right. you'll see roofing company specific marketing agencies, right? What most people don't understand behind the hood is that they only have 
20 clients, even though they're that specific. Well, we have 30 clients in auto glass repair, but we're never going to call ourselves an auto glass specific marketing agency. But what we have been able to do is take the beginning framework and say, okay, this worked in St. Louis. We just signed up a car audio place, uh, sorry, not a car audio, uh, auto glass place in Dallas. We've had one in Idaho. The framework at the beginning is going to work, meaning that we're just not spending money to spend money and try to say, okay, let's throw something against the wall and see if it works. But the keywords that someone types in here in St. Louis is going to be completely different than someone types in in Idaho, different than someone types in Dallas. That makes a lot of sense. Because the market is different. Someone could say, okay, I call this roofing product that and that this one that. It all, you have to figure out and you have to analyze the data. Now, again, it's going to have you on the right foot and it might be apples to apples, but most of the time there's some key thing about the market that unless you have someone sitting there analyzing the data, you're never going to know. Got it. Okay. Well, that, that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> I'm going to change gears just a little bit. Um, I know you and I met through Apex. Yes. Um, and I know you've also been involved with some other, um, uh, Things. Are you still Arte and Lions? Arte, I've been in uh, Lions Not Cheap, and then I'm also in uh, the champion uh, champion circle with uh, Winrate Consulting. Oh, okay, with Mike. Awesome, yeah, with Mike. So let's let's change gears here a little bit, and let's talk about some of these. Um, I don't know what's the proper term for that. Uh, Masterminds, professional yeah, development. Yeah, what, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I, I know I personally have gained a lot, and obviously met a lot of great people through there and stuff. But there's a lot of benefits and stuff in there. And I figured this would be something good to talk with you, being that's kind of how we met. And I know you have a lot of um, experience, you know, in in some of them. So what's kind of your thoughts on some of that? So, you know, lucky for me, I got into entrepreneurship back in July 2020 and a month went by. And I thought, of course, I had it all figured out, right? (laughs) I I know exactly what I'm going to do. Well, I realized in that first month, I did literally nothing. Like I look back at that first month and I'm like, what in the world? I just wasted a month. I left this amazing job working from home, traveling the country. Like, what am I thinking? I had been following Ryan Stuman with uh, Sales Talk with Sales Pros for yeah. quite some time, like right after I got into sales back in 2015. And then I started getting connected with people. Um, one of the first people that I got connected with was Adam Neese, who's still a really yep. good friend of mine. And you know, just started seeing like how he was posting and all this stuff. And then one day I saw Drewby uh, write a post about an event that was coming up, which was one of the Apex Entrepreneurs meetups. And at the time I was like, this sounds exactly what I need. I want to see people because I haven't seen people in forever because it was right at the end of the or not at the end, but towards the end of 2020. And I also like need some sort of environment to help me navigate entrepreneurship. Right. No, I had no friends that were business owners. I just didn't. Mm -hmm. So I hopped into Apex in the entrepreneur level from the get go uh, about a month into entrepreneurship. So I like to think that I just foresaw that I would need more of that stuff, because when I first got there, there was imposter syndrome. Like, what am I doing here? I have this little business. I'm in the room with people like Drewby, uh, Mike Claudio, Patrick Bolaños, all these people that have these businesses that are all over. And then I'm just like in the corner because at the time it was only like 15 or 20 of us. Um, and I know you joined not too long after that. So it was like in the very early goings where I just realized like your network truly is your net worth, but you have to take advantage of that stuff because it's tough here, even locally, you know, we've done some stuff locally 
Right. There's only so many people, even in the local environment, that truly tick and think like we do to be able to actually take advantage and take action on this stuff. So for me, I couldn't even imagine like where I would physically be at if I didn't have access to networks like that, if I hadn't taken the leap of faith to be like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but that's why I need you know, a group like Apex to be able to help guide me. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know what I'm doing, but that's the whole reason. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, I, I don't know shit. Yeah. So, and that's the, I think the first part of um, learning to improve is knowing you don't know nothing. And admitting that and, yeah. and taking action on it. You know, I think, um, you know, I hear people all the time because like we've grown our marketing agency, we went from basically zero to seven figure agency in 15 months. Right. And we did have the backing, obviously, of height and, and things like that. But that's my franchise. There's very few marketing agencies that grow that quick. So I talk with a lot of agency owners that are like, Adam, I want to even some of our other franchisees, Adam, I want to take action like you did. OK, here's exactly what you need Go to do. do. This. Yeah. Go do this. Crickets. Yeah. It's because people say that they want to do something and then they realize it's not so much the work that goes into it because anybody can do something one time. Yeah, It's the consistency and the discipline. And when things get tough and stuff falls on your plate and you have to put out fires, it's are you who you say you are? And do you truly mean that you actually want to have a better life? Yeah. Most people throw in the towel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's I see that a lot. I've I've seen that in a lot of, well, just members coming and going, you know, and, and things like that. And um, yeah, it, and I'll be the first to admit, you know, I've had those times where I'm like, you know, I, 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 I screw this, you yeah. know, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't do that. I, I, I ain't going to quit. I can't do that. So yeah. I get my asking gear. But yeah, it's it's. The consistency and not quitting, I think, is the biggest thing, you know, just sticking with it, getting the job done, especially when you don't fucking want to, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but just just getting it done. It may not be perfect, but it's done and you can improve on it later and move on. Yeah, no, I I couldn't agree with you more there. And I mean, like, I think anybody that says, hey, I've been 100 percent committed since the beginning is lying. Right. I've had those times, too. I've had those funks. I've had those months or quarters where it's just like you're still showing up, but you know that there's more there. And like one of the reasons why for me, um, we were talking before, like I just announced that I'd been sober for 50 plus days is because our company was growing at such a quicker pace than I was growing. But I was growing, I was, but when we first started growing, like I was up here and the company was down here. So I was light years ahead of the company. The company started to outgrow me. Yes. And that's a problem when right now we're growing in the way that we are, but I have uh, an obligation and a duty to my leadership team. So it's two people on our leadership team to be the leader that they need. And I wasn't being that. So we started to see foundationally, like they just needed more support and personal like I needed to be a better version of myself because again, like my obviously relationship with my wife, relationship with other people, like I needed that. And one of the things that was just blocking, it wasn't necessarily the amount of times that I was drinking during the week or anything like that, but it was the Saturdays that would turn into drinking on Sundays that would turn into foggy Mondays and things like that. And I just realized like, there's a time and a place and a season for everything, but I couldn't continue to let my company outgrow me. I, and I agree with that 100. percent I've, um, I've, I've really struggled this year. I'll, I'll, I'll be the first person to admit, you know. Um, and I've noticed the same thing here. You know, I need to 
step my ass up. And, you know, I, I, you can only take something as, you know, as far as where you're at, you know, you, you can't go past that. And so it's very tough to humble yourself down, so to speak, and be like, you know what, this, this shit's on me. <laughs> Here we go. So, yeah. um, but I, I, Number one, I commend you for stopping drink. I need appreciate that. I probably definitely at least need to do another 75 harder, do something <laughs> to, um, because well, hell, I'm sitting here having a beer right now, but I, you know, that's what I do during a podcast. So yeah, it's hey, part it's of all it. Good. It's all good. But yeah, you know, it's, um, being able to recognize that, hey, you know, I need to step up my game because I can't take these guys or the company, you know, as far as I am envisioning it. I can't get there. The, you know, what, what's the old saying, you know, what got us here is Isn't not going to get us it. there, yeah. you know, or something like that. So yeah, it's man. It, it, I commend you very much for recognizing that and taking the action to do it. Appreciate that. Yeah. No, it, it's one of those things where it was like, I, I looked, I was doing, you know, a, a 12 month, uh, a three year and a five year exercise in, like our company was going to be fine. I don't say it like, Hey, I was just dropping the ball everywhere. Like we were continuing to grow quicker than we've ever grown. And I was the right. one doing the sales, but I hired my first director of client success who she has taken over our pipeline and she needs me to coach her and to be the leader that I need to be. I was able to hide in my company and be like, okay, this is kind of what mm -hmm. I want to do. But again, there, there's probably going to be a season where I am, at ahead of where the company's at. Those things just happen, but it's the recognize it's the recognition or whatever you would call it, recognizing yes. the ability to say, okay, here's where I'm needed. Like I don't need to continue to go out and sell the way that I was, one, because I have a person doing that, but two, the pipeline is continuing to come in. I need to be the CEO and the leader of my company and the leader of my life, right? Right. That's the biggest revelation that I just really had a couple months ago. Yeah. And, and I, again, I think that's awesome because it, I almost hate to use the word humbling. It's almost, uh, but it, I mean, it is, but it at is. the same time, it's like almost a kick in the nuts. I mean, it's like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I got to fix myself first. Yeah. You know, I think, I think that's not that it's wrong, but it, it is. It, so I think, you know, I was on a podcast earlier today as well. And in the, the analogy that I gave was it, wasn't bad, right? Like right. it wasn't a point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I hate where we're at. I just saw where I wanted to go 12 months, three and five years down the line. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want us to be 12 months from now, the exact same spot. Right. I saw an evolution that could be, you know, obviously made and that we could take action on it, but it starts with me. And so yes. that's where I took action. That's awesome, man. I don't know what to say because, quite frankly, I'm uh, I, I'm going through the same stuff that you just went through, you know, in my head and stuff over the past, you know, month or two and whatever. And I've started doing some things, and now I feel like, you know, I need to get off my ass and do some more. Of course, you got it, man. I mean, I think <laughs> I think like everybody thinks it has to be some drastic thing, like removing alcohol from your life or things like that. Like most of the time, it it's just little things. Yeah. For me, it was just like, all right, this is what I need to do right now, and there's so many other things that I'm now going back in and removing as well to be able to make my morning routine better that then creates my day more structured and then I can manage my calendar and then turn it off. Cause I think that's a problem yeah. that we always struggle with. Yeah. I was having a real problem cause I was not being effective in my days when you're not infect, uh, when you're not effective in your days that bleeds into, okay, well I can just work an extra hour later today. And then that bleeds into family time. And then, 
absolutely. Your entire day is chaos. Yep, absolutely. And like I, I finally started working out, which I've always fucking hated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll flat out say it. But uh, John Paramore challenged me last month, September. He's like, I want you to work out every single day. I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, I'll do it. And I did. I, I, I did it. Some of them worked the best, but I, I the job was done. Job was done. That's what matters. Um, but yeah, which then led me. I'm like, you know what? Well, if I'm going to do this, then I gotta, I gotta figure out what I'm doing because yeah. I've never done it before and mm-hmm. or not really worth a crap. So I hired Mark, and you know, then kind of went from there. And uh, like you were saying, you know, one step at a time, do one one thing, and just move forward. Uh, that's the name of the game. <sighs> I think that is a perfect place to end this one, man. To I be honest with you, I, I think that's fucking fire right there, man. <laughs> I agree. So, that being said, where can everybody find you if they're looking for some uh, some help with their their SEO and marketing in general and everything else, or if you just need some uh, auto glass repair in St. Louis? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We got we got that covered too. Absolutely. So you can go to adammcchesney.com. So it's a d a m mcchesney m c c h e s n e y dot com. So you'll be able to see uh, everything from Hype Digital, our website, all of our socials, in addition to mine there. Um, but when it comes to social media, the best place to get a hold of me is Instagram, and the uh, handle is Adam L McChesney, and I always answer my DMs there. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to come up here and hang out in Westport with me and shoot the shit for a minute. Of course, man. Always great to chat with you. Looking forward to to you coming on my podcast here in a couple of weeks and appreciate the time. Yeah, I'm excited. I got it uh, written down up there. Meet Adam at 11. <laughs> I know it. I know I won't forget. Yep. I will be there. Looking forward to it. It's a hell or high water. Yeah. So, all right, everybody. Thank you very much for uh, listening to another episode of Business Card Cigars. And don't forget to check out our uh, official cigar sponsor, Vita Nova Cigars. They just went live. Well, this it'll be about a month ago by the time you hear this one. But we were out there just this past Friday for uh, the launch party, which was awesome. And then, of course, the car shop here in St. Louis. And, uh, yeah, if you don't mind, please like, share, leave us a five-star review, all that fun stuff. And remember, go enjoy the drive. Thank you for tuning into the Business Cars and Cigars podcast. Make sure to share this with someone you know that can benefit from this content. Remember to support this show by rating, reviewing, and subscribing.